Ages. This is Manuel James Delgado, and you're listening to The Manny Show here on Shea Radio 101,7 FM. Woo! Woo! I, I got <laughs> lost in the end. Okay, 101, oh, now I understood. I thought you were just making up the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very mathematical in my communication skills. Hallelujah. So what's up, guys? Did you miss me on the radio show, or are you like, oh, no, Manuel's back? I think we should have renamed it actually. <laughs> yeah, been in such a long time. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was like looking at you know because you could see it on the on the website where it says Manny Show, via or with Pace Team, and it was like the la I think I've missed the last three or four shows, and it was just all you guys. You took over. You so kicked, guys, you, you kicked me out, changed the locks. And, uh, <laughs> we have a guest today. Don't act like it's <laughs> your. <laughs> <laughs> like, so now I'm your guest on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The so Germans took over. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ah. <laughs> Daniel's a German now. No, no. It's really great to be back in the studio with you all. So, but uh, I've been listening to the show and you did a great job. So I just want to say thank you for that. Appreciate it. Yeah. You're, you're most welcome. So um, what have you been doing while I've been gone? Um... Hang out and <laughs> just play music. No, last week. We you mean the radio or in yeah, general? The radio. Oh, the radio. Because, like, I watched some Netflix yesterday. I don't know if you're talking about that. That was home. I ate and uh, had fun. No. Uh, last week we talked about Elijah. Ooh. Who ran away from Jasper and Ahab. Mm -hmm. And he was hiding under a, under a broom tree. Mm, and we yeah. investigated and had a huge talk about this tree and yeah he was so like finished and mad and at his end and then an angel came and gave him food and something to drink and was like you have to carry on <laughs> and he was like yeah okay and then he was just carrying on doing yeah. his work so yeah. so the theme that we've been going through or you've all been going through <laughs> <laughs> is who god made us to be yes is that right and uh what, what are we going to be Focusing on today, Lena. So today the topic is we are made to serve. Ooh. Yeah. So Pretty God made us topic. to be a servant. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Exciting. There's some scriptures and some conversations about that. Awesome. Should we play a song first and then come back and jump into it? Yes. yes. Sounds good. How can people continue to listen to us or contact us if they have song requests or prayer requests or that type of stuff? Um, it is a good question, but we answer it now. They can write us on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, like on the social media things. They can also write us personally if they know us. <laughs> if they know us. <laughs> like, or they can uh, just write to... SMS number. Yeah, five... Seven, 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 seven. Beautiful. And five yes. and five sevens. Yeah. Great. I'll and keep track of that too to make sure, see if anybody's writing us. So, all right. I, uh, we just went to a concert, Lena. You missed out big oh. time. Yeah. I didn't have a man connect group who will take me there, so I didn't go. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> you know, it, it turned into not a man group night because I brought my daughter. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I know, right? I'm so sorry. Anyways, <laughs> we, saw, we saw this band, Unspoken. And did you guys ever hear of this band before? No, like it was like this. I never heard of them. I, I knew that they exist somehow, but I like, never like, <laughs> listened to them. Then when you told me that it's a hard rock band... Or like, and, and it wasn't hard rock at all. Yeah, like it was there. I was like, this is not hard rock, but, but, it was I, so but nice. I still like really enjoyed. So yeah. even if I had like different expectations, but yeah. it was still awesome and nice and very encouraging. And yeah. they had like great stories and telling testimonies and. And awesome. yeah, what did you think of their humor? Oh, the bit. It's good. Yen likes the, <laughs> yeah, the when best. he spoke awesome. Spanish. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, my my ear almost exploded. You know how is his laughter, right? Yes. So he he was just like, ah! and I was right beside him, like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I put some of their songs on our on our music list for today, so we're gonna jam to some of that. But if you have a song request out there, or you guys have anything, you're, we're maybe welcome to play it. Maybe. Yes, yeah. we will. Yeah. Thank All right, here we go. We're gonna start off with "Start a Fire" by Unspoken. See you later. Unspoken first song on the list, Start a Fire. And during the song, we got a song request. So it won't be all unspoken today. I'm very sorry, people. It's yeah, I'm so sorry, too. Just the way it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Okay, if you're just joining us, this is The Manny Show on Shea Radio. You got us for the next hour. And we're going through a theme called Who God Made Us to Be. And th- this is a this is a, a long theme, right? Like, we're going to be with this for a few weeks. Yeah, I think it's eight weeks altogether. Yes. Nice. So we're going to actually go into the summer with this theme. That's really really cool. And this for me, when people ask, uh, someone asked me while I was in England last week, they said, "Manuel, we you, you preach a lot, but a lot of times preachers they they can t- preach about any type of subject, but they still have this like uh, subconscious theme through everything they communicate." You know, what, what is the thing that you're most passionate for when, when you're preaching and teaching? And I said, identity. I, I see like an identity crisis everywhere I go. People are struggling with their identity all the time. And I think that the only way we can build a life that has like huge success or eternal value is by finding our identity in Christ Jesus. Everything else just, yeah, doesn't fit together unless it's, you know, put into that. So that's what I always 
preach about, actually. I find myself always directing myself to saying something about our identity in Christ. So I think this is a really cool subject. Yep. Yep, yep. Yes. Yes. All right, Lena, what are we doing? So we start with the scripture. Um, it's in Mark 10, verse 34 to 45. Hmm. I can read it because I already opened it. Or cool. does someone else want to read it? No, go for it. Okay. So, then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. <laughs> <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bold. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what do you want me to do for you? He asked. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be a slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Amen. Yes. So, what are your guys' thoughts, like your first thoughts on this Bible passage? That the brothers were snobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I also thought that. I was like, what? who do yeah. you think you are, man? Like, do whatever we say, Jesus, please. <laughs> like, I, I thought about it, it's like... um I just knew, like, from me and my siblings, sometimes I, when we did something, like, really bad, yeah. went to my parents, and they're like, Mom, I have to tell you something. I promise you not to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, like, yeah, we just played football, and we destroyed your 2,000, oh, wait, 40,000 kroners uh, flower oh, bottle, oh, whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they're not English well, but, you know, like, so, and then, like, mm, <laughs> So, like, they're just demanding something, you know, but, like, they don't have a right, like, mm -hmm. to, uh, and also, they, like, the request that they have, like, to sit next to Jesus, like, who are they? <laughs> like, what is about the others? Maybe they also want to sit next to Jesus. Yeah. I think in another version, it was actually the mom that asked on their behalf. Oh, yeah, I think, I yeah. yeah I and one of the other Gospels. So, it was like, if that's true... I mean, it is true because that's what the Bible says. But I mean, looking at it from that angle, then it's more like they were even wusses. They didn't dare. <laughs> Mom, can you go and <laughs> tell Jesus to do this for us? You know, it's like, oh, wow. I really didn't know that about the Bible. I'll check this version after. <laughs> it's not a version. It's uh, one of the Gospels. You know, like. Oh, one of the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Gospels, they always like share the same story, but from a different angle, which is really cool because then you get a bigger picture of what that story or that situation was all about. So that was very cool. <laughs> yeah. What else? Any other thoughts on, on this story that you like, whoa. Yeah, like, and I like Jesus, like, um, respond because he's not like saying no. Or like he's saying no, but he's not like just no. And then he's just... Uh, mm. He says, like, what, is, what does it mean yeah. to be, like, sitting next to him? What is basically, like, sitting next to him means, like, being on his, like, being, like, more important than the other people, but, like, not important as him, but, like, you know, like, in between mm. or, like, more on his level. And he says what it means to be on his level. And so he's, like, it's a smart way to say no because he's saying we have to do this and this and this and this and then the disciples know they were not doing this but mm -hmm. like not enough so yeah. they like they don't get a no but they get a no you know what I mean? So just... No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It's like a, a really nice way of saying no. Yeah, I think that it's really a lesson for us because Jesus deserved to be served and and the disciples knew that so if jesus wanted to be more like 
being served and asking things, they would all do things for him. Mm -hmm. But in the end, he was the one serving. And even though he was the one that deserved to be served, mm -hmm. I think that that's a lesson for us. That yeah. To like give up on our rights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, obviously. I think another interesting thing from this story is most of the time when people asked Jesus something, he never really directly gave them an answer. I think this is one of the closest ways that he responded to exactly what they were saying. Um, but most of the other time he would like not even answer the question. He would just go off on another rabbit hole and <laughs> talk about something totally different that actually needed more uh, concern. It's like a teacher in the school. Do they do that? Yeah, it's like, like sometimes, like if you ask them, like they are just they just ignore something you. different, and yeah. you have even more like questions <laughs> afterwards. I mean, I do that too. Like if my kids are asking a really annoying question, I'm like, I'm not going to spend time answering. And then I talk about something totally different. <laughs> and then they just say like, uh, yes, okay, and then they go away without knowing. It's also small. But honestly, I think the disciples, I don't know if I would have been them and like really seeking for this glory and like mm -hmm. this great um, position. And then he's just like, yeah, you have to like be the last to be the first. And I probably would be like, oh. wait, what? <laughs> I would be so annoyed by his answer probably. Yeah, very cool. Um, but we also see that they like have had basically no idea. Like Jesus was talking about like, can you get the same like get baptized like I did, like drink the same cup as I did and mm -hmm. ha like um can you get the same treatment as Jesus did? And we saw like as as Jesus was like crucified and they were like hiding and locking themselves in their houses and mm. so they were basically not able to take this in this moment. Just after they got the Holy Spirit they were like more like encouraged, you know, so but so they were not able. But I think they were they were asking, or Jesus asked them, are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I'm about to drink? And are you able to be baptized with the baptism of suffering I must be baptized with? And they said, yes. And Jesus responded, you're right, you will. Yeah, but like uh, in the moment where Jesus was like in this situation, mm -hmm. they were not able like to... Stentist, they were no. like, but just afterwards, after they got the Holy Spirit, they were like more going out and telling people. But like it was not because of them; it was like because Jesus mm. made yeah. them. Gotcha. So you know what I mean, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also wondered whether they even understood what Jesus was saying. Then afterwards, like that they have to be the servant to be the first and the most glorious. Because I think so often the disciples just didn't understand what yeah. Jesus meant. <laughs> When he was telling it and just looking back, they understood it. Yeah. So I was wondering whether in that situation they understood. But I think that it was interesting that you said that it's um, one of the only times that he actually kind of answered the mm -hmm. question that they had. So mm -hmm. maybe it was different there and they actually also understood it a bit more because mm -hmm. he was more direct there. Mm -hmm. But I was wondering about that because maybe it just left them like emotional and I don't know <laughs> <laughs> because that's probably not the answer that they wanted but yeah yeah it's kind of hard to figure because you think like in certain situations wow they really get who Jesus is and what he's here for and everything and then like the very next story it's just like dude like what were you guys thinking don't you know who you were with you know because it just seems like they had to start all over with their understanding of who Jesus was it kept on going back and forth and maybe here like you said Maybe they did have some sort of understanding and, okay, he is God's son and he does have a throne up in heaven. So let's ask him now <laughs> so we can sit next to him. So they did have some sort of revelation mm -hmm. there about that. But like you said, I don't think they fully understood what he was saying to them until later. Yeah. Not at all. And like you said, with the, um, they didn't understand the whole magnitude of the suffering that Jesus was talking about. So, of course, it was easy for them to say, oh, yeah, you know, based on what we've experienced so far, of course we'll suffer for you, you know. Yeah. But he wasn't talking about then. He was talking about a future type of suffering that he was going to go through. Can you also, you know, put up with that type of suffering? Yeah, like, but you see, like, more often, like, they are like this. For example, when he told, like, one of you will, like, betray me, and, and he said, like, to to Simon, like, you will, like, 
Um, betray me. Yeah, he was. He would say you don't know me. Like all of them were like, no, no one will betray you, and they were like, no, I will always like stand to you, and mm-hmm. so like he was always saying stuff, and the the uh, disciples they were like, oh, no, or like of course you know like based on the situation. Yeah. But I think we are like the same, you know, it's because we also don't understand Jesus always, and we also like often make like um, commitments mm-hmm. that we can't hold. Yeah. We, like so, it's like. It shows that it's like just a human thing. It's not bad. Like it's bad, but it's like not. It, God, Jesus still like loves us. Yeah, thank <laughs> so, like, goodness. <laughs> so this is. I mean, it's bad, but like not. Nothing is too bad for Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amen. Play a song. Yes. Yeah. And we'll play the song request. So we make sure. Ooh, we play I wonder it. whose song request that was. <laughs> Here we go. Honest offering from Cain. Clean it up nice, try to hold it all together I'm living rich in the world, but a spiritual beggar And I've been waiting to give till I could give you something better But you just want my heart So here it is, all of it Will you take it in this condition? Here I
right. Kane singing Honest Offering with a splash of I Surrender All in there. It's a cool song. Good yeah. choice. Even though it's not unspoken, man. I hope. It's all right. It'll do. People enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I, got, I got like two strikes from him. He was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like... Uh, he was like, okay, I'll play uh, any song that you choose, but it has to be an unspoken song. And I, I shouted out before he was finished talking, Reason! He's like, we'll get, we'll play that song. Yeah, don't worry. But he was hoping for like some like um, garage style, like ones that maybe not too many people knew about to see if they really were unspoken fans there, I suppose. But then he confessed, he's like, we, we kind of like wait until you choose a song that we premeditated wanted to sing already. <laughs> and then we say, oh yeah, that one, that one's a good one. But we already planned on singing it. <laughs> totally spontaneous. Yeah, right. And then I shouted out gratitude. Not knowing that they actually had one that never made it to an album called Gratitude. And they're like, I don't think we have the lyrics down. We never even put that on an album. How did he know about that one? And then another guy's like, I think he's talking about the Brandon Lake one. <laughs> he's like, that's strike two for you. <laughs> Fun. Cool. All right. We are continuing our subject about how, uh, who God has made us to be, focusing on we are made to serve. And we just talked about that awesome story about James and John asking to sit up in heaven with, with Jesus on his right and left side. And um, we just talked about what that meant and if the disciples even understood what he meant by his response. Um, and then what's next? Yeah, I think we talked a lot about the disciples and their reaction now, but I think we should talk more about Jesus and mm. the whole context and the whole story because... Um, I think he makes really clear that in God's kingdom there's a different order than in the world because what he tells us here is like the opposite of what the world tells us. The world yeah. tells us to be important and to like yeah take our place and whatever and like yeah in the world it's always about like making yourself known and being famous and that's mm -hmm. not what Jesus talks about here because um, he says that we have to be the last two, um, yeah, mean something mm -hmm. or like to um, be important in that way. Yeah. And I think that Jesus, he was the perfect example of a humble servant, like what he's talking about there. And I think to learn how to be a servant or how to be humble in that way, we should look at Jesus' example. So the question that I have for now is, whether you can think of any scripture that proves that point or where we can see that perfect example of serving in Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think what I thought is the disciple feet being washed. That I think that that's uh, the one that represents a lot of how Jesus was a servant. And even, I think it was Peter that he didn't even want, like, no, no, don't wash my feet. And yeah. So, why do you think this is such a like iconic story to prove that point? Because I think that this is was to represent uh, because the person that should wash the feet is like the well, in a way like the inferior one. Mm -hmm. So, like if you have a servant, it's your servant that will wash your feet, not the masters. And it was like the master going and washing their feet and being yeah. like, so yeah. And I think this was really a lesson because yeah. they, they will always remember that like it doesn't matter how because uh, they, they or at least most of them would become like big leaders and many having many people following them mm. and I think that they will because of that they will always remember that doesn't matter how high the position were like they would still be the ones serving mm -hmm. so like basically the ones and I think it's in Paul's example as well it's like the highest he has so much uh, pres prestige. Is this a word? Prestige. Yeah. Like everyone liked him and admiring and was listening to him, but he was just serving and he was like the one working the hardest, even though he was, he could be like, ah, uh, you, you can, he could be requiring, requiring yeah. many, many stuff. Yeah. Like, but he was just serving and serving and serving. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. that's an example. Yeah. Yeah. I also thought about that example when, yeah, I prepared the, the questions and I have a quote for that um, that I found some weeks ago 
Um, and it says, sometimes I joke about what I'd do if I had one day left to live. Like, eat junk, go crazy, and so on. And today it hit me, Jesus knew, and he washed feet. <laughs> like, Jesus knew it was oh, his last 24 hours, and he wow. he was serving, like, until yeah. the last, yeah, possible point. That's powerful. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was just thinking, like... You know, we talk about, and I said in the beginning, like our identities in Christ and this whole subject is about that, you know, uh, who are, who God made us to be. And then we're talking about we are made to serve and Jesus obviously is the best example. And he gave this example so that we can follow it. Um, so he's like, I think it was strange if you look at it from just the way I'm saying it right now. He's saying... Um, Follow my example, and I'll give you an example of what it means to have an identity in me, in himself, right? And it's like, wait, that doesn't make any sense for me. It's like it doesn't compute in my head. But when you realize that he is God, equal to God, then you're like, oh, okay. So he actually purposely uh, let go of all of that revelation and wisdom and life that he had, right? So that he can show what it means to find his identity and calling in his father God. And he's saying, now go and do likewise. But the Bible says to have your identity in Christ Jesus. So then that just proves that Christ Jesus is God, first of all, in my opinion. But second of all, it's just like, wow, he really gave up a lot to just show us how to live life. Like he straight up gave up all of his glory and knowledge. He was not all-knowing in my opinion, from what I can get. He grew in favor and wisdom, the Bible says. At age 12, he grew. And so in other words, he didn't have all the wisdom because he still needed wisdom to grow into. He didn't have all the favor because he still needed to grow in all the favor, both with God and man. So he let go of all of that capacity that he had to show us what it was like to grow and your identity dependent on his heavenly father and us Jesus, like, mm -hmm. it just trips me out that he served us to that point. And then it even says at the end, it says he served us not only here on earth, but he served us to the point of death and even death on the cross, it says. So I'm like, Whew. and that's how we're supposed to live our lives or how we should strive to live our lives. <laughs> that's that's uh, overwhelmingly huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. Amen. Any other thoughts, Jan? Like, maybe it's like next to this thought, like a small, like it's just like not that powerful, but it's like Jesus is not just like preaching and like like guys you have to serve. And then like to the next people, like guys you have to serve. And then like just going and telling, he's also doing. Mm. What makes it like real, you yeah. know, and like... Um, legit what he's because people are like okay he's actually doing this so it must be right and it's not just like uh telling something what he's not doing himself so yeah but like this is like not that powerful but just like mm. just like a yeah but it, but it is an important point like, yeah, like a, yes. yeah just a no but like this is yeah. what, what i liked about it that he's like doing what he's preaching yeah it is it is weird and and but he Like he said, like he was, he is given examples. And like, even towards the end, he's like, uh, a, a new commandment I give you to love others as I have loved you. There's no greater love than one that lays down his life for his friend. Right. And he hadn't died yet, but he said, love like I have loved you because I've laid down my life. And he was basically talking about what he let go, what he laid down just to be here in their presence. Like, he gave the best example. <laughs> yeah, like what I also like is connect to this maybe, um, that when they arrested him in the park, not park, but like today would be a park probably, like when they arrested him in the garden, mm. that uh, like one of his disciples, <clears throat> Peter, he cut off the ear of someone <laughs> and Jesus just put it like back and was like don't do this guys come on but even there he was like being an example what it means to serve you know like to heal people and to 
want the best. Mm-hmm. Like even for the people who are like against him, he will he will I mean, he would have the power maybe like to just to make sunbeams from the sky and <laughs> to explode. You know? like he, but he was just like, Okay, no, I have to go. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Let's play a song. We'll come back or continue on this. This is really good. All right, so another song request. This is getting more or less unspoken because more people are spoken about their song requests. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Here we go. Hero from Skillet. Are you happy now? Yeah, it's a banger. Do you need a hero, Jan? Everyone, we all need, we all need everyone needs? Everyone needs. Indeed. Do you ever know that you're my hero? Okay. <laughs> it's another genre, but still. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Lena, this has been really good, this dialogue. I'm loving it. Yes. Um, shall we move on to the next question? Let's or does anybody y- else have something to add? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. So another scripture that I, I don't know, I had to think about when I um, read the first story or the topic that we are made to serve. Mm-hmm. And maybe someone can read it really quick. Um, it's in Matthew six thirty-three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added unto you. Yes. Mm. You? Even... By heart. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I can testify. It was well. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know, because I immediately had to think about that scripture, but I don't know, maybe you guys can share your thoughts about how 
we can connect those two scriptures or Ooh. whether you understand what I mean or whether Are it's you just pulling me, a Jesus on us? <laughs> <laughs> you only understand after I move to Germany. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Where's the connection, people? I think the connection is like here. It's more like um from like another layer, like the meta layer. Like it's the other one like specific stories where it's like about serving or like about um, getting like Jesus, the identity in Jesus and all the stuff, which comes by serving and serving comes by identity in Christ. So it's like connected. And this is like uh, the, I think it's like a conclusion of everything. That's like, if you seek the kingdom of God, what means to serve? What means like uh, to love each other? What means like to follow Christ? Mm -hmm. Then like everything will come. And I mean, we as pace. We are the perfect example for this, I guess. Like Ooh, this year, because nice. we came here to serve, we came here to seek God, to build God's kingdom, and to build God's kingdom, you have to seek it. And mm. it's like always, like a you, if you teach the people, you teach yourself. Like it's like a huge circle, basically, mm -hmm. with a lot of small circles inside. So it's like everything con is connected, and uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun here. We feel uh, fulfilled. So it's like just you know, everything comes. By seeking God, if God is the center of your um, attention, the priority in your life, then everything else will like be guided to this, and God is like perfect, so everything will. Of course, it won't be perfect, but it will be like getting better, hopefully, most of the time. And yeah. this is my life, so this is what I experience. And yeah, by seeking God, it's everything becomes better. Yeah. Any other thoughts about the connection? Yeah, I think that. It is just the, like, I think it, one thing, it, it doesn't work without the other. So, like, mm. it's like if we seek the kingdom of God, uh, we will be serving people and mainly serving God. I think that by seeking the, the kingdom of God, it's, we only, we're only able to do this when we see ourselves as servants. Like, because then we are like, yeah, I'm... Like I'm working for God, yeah. Like and I think that when this is the first thing in our lives, that then we are like seeking the kingdom, because mm. like otherwise we will seek our own interests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also what my thoughts were. It's just basically what you said, but because I think in that scripture and the one that we read first, like the story about the brothers asking Jesus, I think there. Like what he talks about that in the end, that's his kingdom. That's like God's kingdom. What he wants, um, yeah, us to live in. What he wants us to prioritize. So serving and like having a servant heart and um, putting others in God first. That's um, yeah, basically the essence of God's kingdom. Um, so I think in that verse, like seeking God's kingdom is like a big part of that. Is obviously serving and having a servant heart. And being humble. So if we do that, then everything else, like we don't have to worry. Like then God, he's taking care of us if we make his kingdom and like serving him and people to our first priority. So question though, because I think we focus a lot, which is nothing wrong with it, but we always focus on seek ye first the kingdom. And then we base our responses on that. Well, it says, and his righteousness. Does that have anything to do with this whole servant thing? I think so. What do you think it has yeah, in common with? I think because like you have to be righteous. Like, what is righteous? It's like that you that your mind, your heart is like in line with God. Mm. That you're doing this what God wants, and it's basically also serving. Like if you're righteous, you know what, and you have like the right intentions. You know, like for example, you see someone, you're like, okay, I have to help this person, or um, I have to say this at this point. I have to go there. Like, you know, if you're righteous, you have, like, different attentions. Like, yeah. You're not doing this for yourself. Yeah. I mean, you're also doing this for yourself because you feel better by serving God. Yeah. But, you like, in the first place, you should be doing this for God. And you should also do this if you, like, feel like, if you don't want to, but you have the intention to do it, you know, it's from God. Mm -hmm. And serving God means also, like, to go and do it anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Because uh, I was just... Reading a little bit, righteousness can be compared to like a, a straight path. 
right? Yeah. So then if we are seeking his righteousness, we're seeking to be on that path and going straight forward on it and not wavering to the left or right. Yeah, and if you're like uh, serving out of like, if you're not righteous and you're serving people, then you might be like, not always. Sometimes people are doing like without righteousness, they're doing good stuff mm -hmm. without knowing this yeah. or like without like wrong intentions. But sometimes you're like uh, actually doing damage to also to yourself. For example, if I serving means like you don't expect something in return. Mm. But if I'm like going to serve somewhere, then I'm, I'm I have in my mind like okay, they should pay me now or like they I deserve now like something, and then you don't get it. Yeah, you're like also it's it's wrong it's like wrong from God's perspective of serving, but it's also like not good for yourself if you or like for your own like how's it called like mental. Thing. Yeah. If you feel like being unfair, like so you're not clear about like what you are doing. Mm. So I think this is important. Yeah. Cool. Nice stuff. Yeah, I think then we can go to the last part um, of my questions, and that's a bit more personal again, or like for your personal experience, or yeah, just some practical steps for the ones who are listening, because. I know maybe you have some examples of how it is for you to like have a servant heart. Like, what's your experience with it, or whether you have some advice and some practical steps of how you can be serving, like just in your everyday life. Because maybe, like, it sounds a bit abstract when we just talk about it like this. But what are some practical steps how, like, we can serve and others can serve mm. each other? Go for it. Like I once I heard like a saying. It's from John. It's in German. But I have like translated. It's like uh, if you if everyone thinks about their own. Like if it's about like getting. For example, you want to eat somewhere. Like with a lot of people, and you know, think, say like everyone thinks about their own. Like you would think about everyone, you know, because you bring for yourself. So everyone has something, because everyone brings for themselves. But I, I was I always thought like it's much better. Or much nicer if you see someone else is also bringing something for you. You bring something for someone else. Someone else is like happy because you thought about them. Then. Mm. So like, I'm like uh, everyone can think for their own. Like, what is the best for me? What can I do for me? What, what can I do for myself? What can I do? Like, that I have the most profit or like the biggest uh, outcome for myself. So then maybe like everyone would be also like would be satisfied somehow. Like or would feel, if you think of yourself first? Yeah, yeah, I would would be would feel satisfied first, but in the end, I think it's like better and in God's image. Mm. If you all are like, how can I help this person? How can I help this person? Because if like a church, for example, things mm -hmm. like this, then I, I will I will help Daniel, but Daniel will help me, and maybe Daniel can some can do some things better than I can, but then I help him with the things that I can do better than him, and so we all have like a which is very few. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> I was like, I was in my mind. I'm like thinking, but yeah. I love that. We all have gifts. We all are nice. Yes. So, amen. No. So I think like in the end, if we work together, like, which we are supposed to because we, we are like one body as a church, yeah. you know, like to go to this. And uh, then we have like the biggest like outcome for ourselves, but also like, which is more important, like for God. Mm. And we can do it much better than like, imagine many would be like doing link and all the stuff just alone. And, uh, you know, like, so but, so it's good that we have, like, more people helping yeah. and we're helping each mm -hmm. other. And then on the other hand, Manuel is also preaching. So, like, we have, like, a lot of stuff doing and doing stuff and receive stuff from people, mm -hmm. you know? Is it clear? Yeah. Yeah, I think Thanks. so. <laughs> and, and for me, I think that serving means, in my life at least, means mainly on, on, mainly on giving up what I could request as mine. So like giving up my rights in a certain form because in a way uh, I see myself uh, since I was a kid, I think, like wanting like, oh, that's not fair, that's not fair, you know, like and discussing about simple things. So I think that when, when I'm serving, what helps me a lot to, to have the a servant heart and be with the heart in the right place, it's to just give up on my rights and like, uh, don't pay attention like oh am I working more am I receiving less am I uh, sh do I deserve more than this do I, like you know so 
I think that that that's what helped me a lot to like uh, just mind my own. Like I will just serve others, and I don't care if uh, this is someone else's job, or I don't care if uh, I'm helping more than I should. You know, like because I think that my tendency is to always be like uh, that's not fair. Like I did my part, so you do yours. Like I paid my exactly half and you will uh, pay <laughs> yeah, exactly right. half like you know like mm -hmm. so i believe that that's the the point mm. yeah like and this is like uh, uh this is like just for me like you are thinking what others also have you for example it is my home a lot that uh, my siblings and me were younger that uh we also like this is your job you have to clean this i have to clean this uh, even if we had if, even one one to go to friends and Then I asked my brother. He was like, "No, this is your job. You have to do it." Mm -hmm. So, but I, I would like that he do this now. But then one time I do it for him, you know, like so that yeah. we are not like um, stuck on rules. You're more like about like how can we support each other like the most. Mm -hmm. So because then we also get support. Support. I love that. I'll just uh, end with this thought, and we'll go into some time of prayer. But I was just thinking, like for for my life, and and Lena, you can also share as well. Uh, hospitality. It's really huge for me. And I grew up in a house that was like, that was just in our DNA, opening our house. Um, and so I, I just felt like it was always part of my life. But, and it is, don't get me wrong. And I love to serve that way. But I think, like, I'm not even being cheesy right now, but I think my wife is so amazing when it comes to being hospitable, even even more than me. And I was like, You know, we grew up in a family like that, but her family is also that way. But like, she's always, you know, asking, hey, can we invite so-and-so over for dinner? Or do you think we should do this for that person? Like, she's always bringing up this type of stuff. And I'm just like, wow, you know, she, it just comes natural for her to think about others, even if it's like a stretch for us. And, and, um, and even if like, I agree with, you know, we, we take care of each other, but it's also like, you know, being hospitable or serving and you most likely won't get anything back from it, but you just do it anyways because you just have a heart for it. You know, Jesus, I think it says somewhere that um, God, he desires all to come to repentance and he knows that not all are going to, but he did everything in his power to make a way for all to repent, you know? even though he might not get it all back, he still did, he made a way for all. And so if we are serving like that, where we're serving so that we can just bless whoever God puts in our, in our, in our pathway, right? Um, that's the type of servanthood that I think God wants us to live up. What about you, Lena? What does servanthood mean to you? I think... I don't know. I think there are many different answers to that. But mm -hmm. what I just thought that I think I learned like this past month is that like um, giving each other room is really mm. um, a way to like be humble and like serve. Because I I think what Jan said reminded me of that because Jan talked about different gifts and that everybody like has something to give. And um, that's also the beautiful part that because we don't serve just on our own, but we serve together, yeah, I think. It's amazing. And um, I think especially like here with Payson and our team, I can see that everybody has different like gifts and different personalities. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's so beautiful because yeah. um, everybody brings something different. And I think I was always a person who always did everything by herself. I hated like group work and everything mm. like that in school. I always wanted to do it by myself. Um, but I think that's like a big part of serving to be in it together and to just give what you can give and everybody gives what they can give. And that makes it so beautiful also in the end. Yeah. Because that's the body of Christ. Come on. What <laughs> Jan also mentioned. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Amen. So I, I just wanted to spend some time before we end the show. And, um, you know, those you listening right now, whether you're listening live or maybe you're listening to the podcast of this, you know, God, God is in the now and his Holy Spirit 
is over everything and in everything. And if you choose to hear from Holy Spirit, He can bring healing, He can bring comfort, He can bring encouragement, He can equip you for the season that you're in. So we're just going to spend some time praying and whatever God puts on our heart here in the, in the studio to pray for, whether it's about the subject or whether God gives you a specific word of encouragement or you feel like someone needs uh, some sort of healing, whatever it is, and we just want to pray for that on you. So, um, yeah, I'll open up and then anyone else feel free to pray. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I, I thank you for this time that we have had here on the radio. And we don't want to, um, yeah, miss out on any opportunity uh, to, to speak your word that is living and active. Your word that brings life and life to the fullest. So Holy Spirit, just speak to us right now and uh, just put heavenly words on our heart to speak into existence for those listening so that we can empower them, encourage them and equip them and comfort them. We thank you. We thank you so much for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you that you showed us how to live a life of servanthood, where we can serve others the way that you served us to even, to even death and death on the cross. Thank you for that example. And I just pray for those listening that they would feel not only encouraged, but challenged to also live out this life that you have for them to serve others around them that need it. God, please bless people listening on how to how to have a servant heart and how to to feel good uh, even on hard situations, even when they feel that they are working the most and when they feel that people are not recognizing their, their work and not recognizing what this person is doing, but just guide those people to to continue, guide those people to to be able to to work and work hard even when people are not recognizing and uh, and guide them to to see that you are there and you are looking to to this person that is working and and can't see other people enjoying their work but like please show yourself and show that you are there and you are looking and you are seeing that person working a lot. Yeah. Amen. And I also want to pray for those who do good work and get like not even like not even like a thank you or something but also for those who do good work and they get a lot of like resistance from people and people trying to um, put them down or to talk bad about them like Jesus went to the cross because of the work what he did so like he was also not really appreciated by a lot of people and I pray that um you give us and those people just the just the intention that we know like which work is good and which which like to serve what is like righteous and that you give us the strength to continue this and to um, put our prior priority in the things that are righteous and like get the best amount of things out there and yeah, that we can give things out to the people that people see like that being with God with being with Jesus is something good and something that is uh, valuable and the, the church is a community where everyone is like mm. giving and everyone is like receiving everyone is giving what they can and everyone is like receiving what they need and yeah Amen. yeah I just had the feeling that um, God wants to tell you or tell yeah someone that he has just abundant peace for us that um yeah that whether you, i don't know you're battling with depression or with overthinking or any type of stuff like that god he has abundant peace for you and if you search him then 
you will find him and um, he's always on the lookout for you so i just want to pray right now that you will just bring yeah this abundant peace and yes, yeah the life of the listeners here um that you will d just like bless their minds and bless their hearts and puts them at ease um yeah holy spirit just please pour out over us and over the people who are listening and let us just experience your presence and who you are and yeah the peace that you provide that is yeah so much more than yeah we could ever find in this world amen 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 all right thanks for joining us on the on the show and um yeah if you need anything look us up and we'd love to pray for you and help you on this journey that jesus has created for you have a blessed week And you'll hear from us next week. Take care. Bye. 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 See you next week. Listen to you next week. <laughs> Listen to us next week. I mean. <laughs> Bye. Bye.